Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. All right, welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us and that you're part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. It's always a great joy to have you join us and to be able to be on this growth journey together. I think over time we've learned as leaders that it's quite a bit tricky and a bit hard to be growing alone. And the beautiful thing about growth, it doesn't have to be a personal or lonely journey. And that's one of the things I've actually learned over time that once you make your growth journey public, it fosters a certain level of commitment. And so it's beautiful to be able to grow together. I am extremely excited on today's podcast episode. I'm really thrilled to be joined by a phenomenal guest. It's a podcast interview that I've been so looking forward to, which I think will help a lot as leaders within purpose and being able to pursue our God-given purpose. I'm joined in studio, our virtual studio, literally from a guest from around the world. If you are watching this uh, on our YouTube, you'll actually be able to see in her background, there's a beautiful uh, flag, uh, which combines, which she'll tell us more about. (laughs) 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 South Africa and the United States of America. And I'm really so excited and truly honored to be joined by Nando Arel, an incredible leader who's doing amazing things And I've got to know her over the years and we've done some stuff together. And I think one of the beautiful things that I love about her in the times that I was able to interact with her is her heart for God, her heart for people, her heart for leadership, and she's doing amazing things. And I'm really so excited for her to share her story and to really help us as leaders in terms of how we can pursue our purpose. So Mrs. Farrell, welcome to Take Your Lead podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us. Oh, hello. Do I say Pastor Makakula? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be informal and call you Mzwa, right? <laughs> so Pastor Makakula. Oh, it is such a pleasure. Oh, it is an honor to be here on this platform, this amazing platform that you have, that I've listened to, um, the work that you do and the empowerment that God has put in you, literally you using it to empower It is amazing. People who are younger can like, let me say, jump on it. And even people who are older. So your platform that you've given is for all ages. And that's what I love about it. So it's an honor to be part of what you're doing through God. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. I think I earlier said before we started recording, good uh, morning, because to us in South Africa, it's actually morning. But for you yes. guys, it's a good evening. I think it's like an It's hour. evening. Good night, right? I'm good. supposed to be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for actually waking up uh, when you're supposed to be uh, in bed and just really taking time out to add value to our podcast community. Maybe just to tee it off, um, just to introduce yourself as to who is Nando Farrell and maybe some of the transition 
that you've made, which have landed you where you currently are in terms of leadership. I know uh, we'll talk more also to your journey in terms of where you are now and maybe how you even actually got there, but maybe just who is Nondo and what is she about and some of the hats that you wear, uh, but we'll talk that to, to more because I know you're a phenomenal wife, a phenomenal mother as well. I missed an array of things that you do. <laughs> Ooh, no, not a bag of feral. I haven't lost my roots. Uh, <laughs> as you have noted, behind me is the South African and American flag put together because I'm South African, my husband is American, and we've joined together. So uh-huh. since my heart is South African, and of course, he is an American, but we love both sides. So yeah. it is vital. It, it just brings resemblance to me of putting these flags together. So I was born and raised in South Africa for 19 oh. years of my life. So Mwasekai, Anglashikana, okay. <laughs> born and raised in South Africa. My roots are solid. Um, and I came to America right after high school. I came to America right after high school. It was just for a cultural exchange program, but because God works in mysterious ways, Mm-hmm. And we don't know, as we just follow his leading, he knows what he's doing. So as long as you stay sensitive, I am where I am today because of the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. I thought that I was just coming here for a culture exchange program. Lo and behold, God said, no, <laughs> there's a husband right there waiting for you and a career um, that I would let you build there. So that's, what, that's how I ended up here. It was just doing a pair program. But I went to school here, still going to school, got married here. I have two amazing kids and a wonderful husband that God has blessed me with. So that's who I am. I have family in South Africa. All of them are there. My entire blood family is in South Africa. So I'm the only Masilela, which is now Pharaoh on this side of the world. That's who I am in a nutshell. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Nonto. You said a lot of things that I really want to double click on. But the first one is, for how many years have you been now in the United States? Since September of 2010. Wow. <laughs> it's been almost 11 years. Almost 11 years. Over almost 11 years. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> It's crazy. And then how, how, how did you find it uh, showing up in a land which is different, different language, different ethnic group, different culture? Uh, initially, when you got there, uh, how, how, how did you find it and how did you begin to adapt? Uh, and there's something which I also want to on, which is so important, which is what you said, which actually stood out within your introduction, how it started as a culture program. But yes. from there... Uh, did you know that it was actually God leading you? And I'd really like you to also speak to that as to how, when it comes to purpose, which is part of what we will be talking to, oftentimes it's the small steps, being obedient and acting and fellowship, following that leadership in just a small decision. Or let me just go there for a few months, or let me just go there for a year, only to yes. find out that actually God so much more for you. Uh, <laughs> so you much have. more. Ask yourself. Imagine if you decided to like, no, let me go to that. Let me go to UP. Let me go to UCT. Uh, yes. How different you Yeah, it's, um, it was really culture shocking. Like you said, but the English is not ours. <laughs> it is not ours. The culture, the community, Ubuntu is mm. literally an African thing. I will say that now. Ubuntu yes. is an African thing. Yeah, Lana it was, it was a culture shock like that. I first thought that Americans were cold. 
You know, my husband, mm. I've spoken this to him. They're not cold, but that's just how they relate. You know what I mean? Like I'm so mm. used to Ubuntu. So that was mm. a huge culture shock for me. That was such a huge culture shock when it came to that. But touching on the leading of the Holy Spirit, it is because when you submit your life to God, mm-hmm. he orders your steps. So mm-hmm. even the little things that you think are just a thought, it is the Holy Spirit planting your steps. Because wow. it becomes wow. a thought, like you said, oh, my near UP, you know, wow. let me go to UP instead of UJ. It is yes. the Holy Spirit who is planting a seed, but it begins mm-hmm. by submitting your ways. Mm-hmm. When you do things, you say, Lord, order my steps. And mm-hmm. as you do that, that mm-hmm. is how you're able to listen to that wow. leading of the Holy Spirit. So it became a thought. It literally wow. was so crazy because I was supposed to go with Utando to AUP. That was yeah. our plan. We even went to, um, we even went to Irez. Yes. Everything. We even chose where we would wow. go. All of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go, go to the pay program. All of it, my everybody was shocked at home. You've never spoken about going overseas. Wow. <laughs> never spoken. But it was the Holy Spirit wow. that had planted that in me, ushering me to where he wants me to be. So that's how it happened. Submit, submit your ways to the Lord and he shall order your steps. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really so amazing. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. I think uh, maybe also to now the leadership space, because I know you're doing quite a lot of things. You're juggling a, different, <laughs> a lot of different hats. You're a mother, you're a wife, as you mentioned. And, and, and you also, a, which we'll talk to in terms of what you do uh, in terms of yeah. career and calling. Uh, how do you now juggle all these hats? How do you juggle all these roles? And how do you continue to oh. lead and balance and keep afloat? <laughs> when I tell you, I ask myself, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to take time for that. But it's literally God being a helper because it's hard. It is. It's, 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 it's a lot to do. You're a wife, you're a mother, but then I'm a soldier building yeah. my career as a soldier. Yeah. But also I'm a student. I'm a full-time student. So my everyday life is juggling Wuti, me wife. Yes. I'm a mother. And kids are, are demanding as well. But then I also have to make time with I'm building my career. So literally what I do is I wake up and I ask God to help me. Like literally it is, that's how I keep pushing. But you have to be intentional. You literally have to be intentional because, for example, on a random day, after Harvey has been at work all day and I've got, maybe I've cooked something, we've had dinner and I put the kids to sleep, um, I will go and join him on the couch for us to go binge watch something. It is for you to be intentional about moments because they're not always there. You know, life overtakes such things. But what I've grown to know and juggle is be intentional about the different hands. I'm intentional about my papers. When I type Mm. my research papers, I sit there and I research and I spend hours. When I Mm. attend to my kids, I sit. So it's like, you know what? The kids are in bed. I don't Mm. have the paper to type. Javi and I are just going to sit and eat some dessert. I can even wow. text him while I'm putting the kids to bed. Sometimes like go get dessert or go get such and such ice cream. The kids fall asleep. We sit and binge watch. We even have shows that we watch together. So I've learned to be intentional and have each hat have a specific thing that I love and I bond with. So that's, yeah. so that's how I do it. I just break it down. So I try to do schoolwork most of the time during the day or early in the morning so that at night 
I yeah. try, if I don't have a lot to do when the kids are asleep, hubby and I can just enjoy that time. That's beautiful. So that's how I just intentional try to be, try to be intentional <laughs> about that's my incredible. hats. I'm, go- I'm going to highlight that we're, we're at podcast family. I think uh, our secret sauce within what uh, Nondo has just said in the past minute or so is intentionality. Whatever yes. r- roles and hats that you wear uh, in business, in uh, an organization, at ministry, at home, whatever you do, be intentional about carving out time. And I love how you mentioned you begin to find things that you love to do. Uh, for example, with your husband or with your kids, and then you're able to pair these things and it takes the intentionality because definitely won't happen by chance or oh, automatically. No. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> that, that's good. I'm glad you caught that. That's it. That's it. That's, that's amazing. You mentioned uh, military and how you're studying towards that and that's part of what you do. How, how did you land up in the military? How, how as a soldier... <laughs> Uh, this is a funny thing I look at God and I laugh I'm like Lord how in the world did did I end up in this position um I I joined the military because I I'm very passionate my husband my husband is in the army so I've always just been passionate about just the military but God opened it up as another opportunity like this it was another opportunity just for me to get, because the army is paying for my school right now. The army is paying for my school. So it was just another thing you would, oh, you'll get this money and they'll pay for your school. It was just another, another thing that I thought I was just doing, right? Yeah. But as I was in training, God revealed why I was in there. So I am going to school. The army is paying for my school, which is amazing. But it was another step because when I got there, the training that I had, the people that I met through training, Mm-hmm. literally God awoke something deep in me that I didn't think I had during training, during the hardest part. Wow. You know what I mean? The beginning. This is a path that I require you to take for your next. So this wow. right here is a path I'm taking that I had no idea about. My brother was laughing. You know, my dad, <laughs> how in the world does Umaslela have a soldier in America? It was a path. Literally, wow. I tell you, it started as that. For us, you joined it. Oh, I'll just, you know, pay for my school. I can get this opportunity and this and this. Mm. But now I am building a career because wow. God ordered my steps. It's through wow. purpose. Wow. It is through purpose. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And I'm seeing how you gracefully and excelling in that. And I'd like just to double that as well. How are you experiencing uh, the army? And what are some of the leader lessons that you are cleaning and learning from your current experience there? Army. Army. Army is not for everybody. You know, (laughs) only 1% of the people in America in the army, only 1%. That is, yeah, that's how hard it is. Is that for others do train, and by the end of their first term, they don't renew. Hmm. I'm not personal training because it's 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 a hard life. Wow. But it is amazing. It's so funny. I love the military. Like I love no. the army. Like it's crazy, but I wow. love it. Through my training, God revealed leadership with me, even in the beginning stages of training. But it was so funny. When we go to training, we're so secluded, no phones, nothing. We, leave, we live in these bays with bunk yes. beds and just, it's so awful. But they, they, the people who are training us pick individuals. Okay, mm. you're going to be the, the bay boss 
or you're going to be the platoon guide and you're going to be whatever. I was chosen for a leadership position within two weeks we were in training. Wow. In the beginning, within two weeks, they were like, you're going to be the bay boss um, for wow. the females. Or you're going to be the female uh, lead in this platoon. It went from there. I went to a different part of training. So even in my training, within two weeks of arriving in training, the light of God just shone through and I was given, even if it was just, you know, the training positions. But in the army, I've learned that leadership is sacrificial. Mm. That is one thing that, that you sacrifice. My husband, is a, they call him an NCO. He's a non-commissioned officer. Mm. He has to make sure that his soldiers are right. So sometimes he'll be like, oh, I'm giving my soldiers an off because we've been working so hard this week. I'll go mm. in. Isn't that mm. sacrifice? Because you're saying that, so we, we are all here. We've all been here the whole week. We've all worked like crazy as a specific mission. But as a leader, you say, you guys take an off and I'll come in the next day to finalize. So leadership I've learned is very sacrificial wow. in the military. You have to make sure that your soldiers are okay before you're okay. Wow. The type of leadership is that you step up first with your weapon in front before you, you send out your soldiers. You don't say, hey, Hambani. <laughs> no, 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 no. So leadership is sacrificial. That is one thing that I've learned that you step up in the forefront as wow. you step front and you never ask your soldiers to do anything that you wouldn't do. Wow. So sacrificing of self. Sure. You never ask your soldiers to do something you wouldn't do. And then maybe no. to all you are saying, I love because you're actually answering a question I was going to ask as to <laughs> if you were to type leadership or what is your leadership philosophy? And I think you're just coining it so beautifully now that leadership is sacrifice. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. It is great sacrifice. And you mentioned in the beginning, you said... In the words of when you're a leader, you held to a higher standard. Yes. And that's the thing. You held to, as when you step on that platform, you must just be okay with what they're going to expect more from me than, they, they, than anybody else. And you yes. must be accountable for that. Yes. You, you, you're a leader. So, yes, the standard is higher, but step into it knowing, Guti, I will, I will take in the higher standard mm. and maintain it. That's so that brilliant. That I'm held to. That's so brilliant. There's actually a podcast, podcast episode I did recently which speaks to that as to how leadership is extreme ownership, where you own whatever you're doing. You do not shift the blame, but you own it. Positive, yes. on it. Uh, you're yes. asking yourself, what is it about my leadership that, that has contributed to this result? What is it about my thinking? What is it about my lack of sacrifice or sacrifice that has contributed mm -hmm. to this? I love that. So leadership is sacrifice. Leadership is definitely yes. sacrifice. And then for discipline, because I'm sure one of the things that the army is known for, <laughs> discipline, order, and rank, and protocol. Uh, tell us more a bit about that as well. It is a lot. Um, uh, not too long ago, I was flagged. So a flag is so my, I have to be a certain height and weight for the army. So with my first child, I was able to bounce back faster. With my second child, it wasn't the same, but... They actually extended the time now, but before they extended the time, I did my height and weight and all that. And I was flagged because I was considered overweight in the army. And when they flag you, it reflects negatively on your, on your profile, basically. Mm -hmm. Like there are things you cannot get promoted. There's just mm -hmm. things that you cannot do. 
So I worked, so I had to discipline. I literally took three weeks, three weeks of sacrifice. I worked, I got a trainer. I got, got, a, got a personal trainer. I was on an eating plan and I had to be disciplined. That's where I'm getting at is that the results Yes, I know. I'm like, yes, I, the excuse is not an excuse because it's true. I just had a child, right? Mm. But I can be more disciplined. Mm. I, can, I, can, I can live up to the standard better. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because I cannot just, yes, I cannot just use it as an excuse as a, as a, as a clutch. Yes, it's mm. true. It's hard for women. You know what I mean? Yes. It's hard for women to bounce back when we have children. Yeah. But I'm in the army. I'm in wow. the army and they require, so literally... I worked three three weeks. I got a personal trainer. I worked so hard, and the, and through the discipline that you mentioned, I was so disciplined, and it showed myself that when you put in the work and you have the discipline, yes. you can get it done. And I did. I went yes. back there. The flag is removed. I am not overweight what? now for the army standards. <laughs> they removed the flag, but yeah, the standards are very of like of of, of fitness. They're high mm. of fitness, physical training, and all that is high. And if you don't reach those standards, you don't get the promotions and all the other, you know, promotions that you would get otherwise. So, well done. Firstly, well done uh, for passing the test and the flag being removed. <laughs> and I think that's what I'm learning because I, I love how you're tailoring it to you and the army, but I think it's also true within pursuing purpose because we always have reasons why we can't pursue our purpose. I'm overweight, I just had a kid, I've got, I can't, but I love how you owned it and had a personal trainer within three weeks, you intentionally changed your diet and maybe speak to the, the role of uh, lifestyle changes and sacrifice as you pursue your purpose because you don't come uh, handed to you on a silver platter. Oh, it does not. Oh, you know, in lifestyle change, you know which, I want to get his name right, Joseph. Jo I always mix up Joseph and Joshua. Who's yes. the one that had it's the brothers right. and they it's sold Joseph. him? Joseph. Okay, yes, Joseph. Yeah. Um, you know, purpose will take you down a path, a clue. Yes. But you need to understand it's grooming and building. Hmm. In life, it, it wasn't the three weeks. I'm going to move back to Joseph. The three weeks of me not eating anything that is nice to my taste buds of <laughs> calorie count. Hmm. It was not nice, but my lifestyle had to change in order to hmm. accommodate purpose and direction. Because if I did not change that, I'll still be flagged. Because I'm trying to move forward in my career because this flag, my biggest thing was that the flag is stopping me from the next point that I'm trying to get mm. to. Mm. So I had to go through this of shaping. I had to go through a season of shaping, but I had to accept it. I had wow. to accept that it, I needed to change. Wow. I had to accept that I needed to make changes in order to step into the next. Wow. Joseph, the path of Joseph and his purpose was not fun at all. You know, I, I, I always say to myself, if God shows us, if God says, this is where you're going to go, right? This is where I'm taking you to. And then he shows you everything you're going to go through to get there. We would say, no, Lord, I'm good. Like if God was like, I'm going to show you each and everything that you're going to go through. We would say, no, Lord, I'm good. Like it's, it's okay. I'll stay right here. But yeah. God reveals it in steps. So he gives us, cause we're human, right? He yes. gives us which is so that we take it in bite at a time, one bite at a time. You know what I mean? Yes. So 
when you change yourself from the inside out, you're able to fit the mold of the position and the place that God has, has put you in. Because it has to be a mold. You know what I mean? It, ha- it has to fit. It has to yeah. be a mold. So there's the shaking, there's the breaking. So wow. we need to, you cannot be a leader. There are things that you must drop. You must drop certain things. Sometimes you must drop certain friends. You must drop certain areas in order to fit the mold of the position that God has given you. So good. Podcast family, uh, if you are listening, driving, I encourage you to, after when you get to your destination, if you <laughs> on the treadmill, if you are exercising, if you just pause <laughs> here and rewind the past two and a half minutes, it is pure gold, pure gold. Uh, not saying to us, there is certain lifestyle changes or, or changes that you need to make to accommodate purpose. And this is so good. It's really so good because it gives us a practical understanding that when you pursue purpose there are certain changes that you need to make to accommodate it and 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 this is this is really so good this is extremely good and i'm (laughs) as to how you mentioned joseph uh, an interesting um um, gentleman and how to him purpose it was not as easy as he thought i'm gonna have a dream my brothers are gonna celebrate me exactly Ah, uh, that was nice. The dream was nice. The dream was nice. <laughs> yep. But the reality, the path to the fulfillment wow. of the dream was anything but nice. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's what I'm getting. It was anything but nice. But it wow. built him for where God was taking him. Was taking him. That's brilliant. Uh, I think a few years ago, I had the privilege of hosting you when I was still a teacher uh, in one of the local schools, and I asked you to come and speak uh, to the <laughs> learners. Amazing, amazing time that we had. It literally were eating from the palms of your hands, and they enjoyed you. <laughs> they were so inspired. Their dreams were stirred up. In fact, Facebook recently popped up a memory where I saw that picture and that video where they were walking yeah. out. Giving them high fives and hugging them and cheering them on, which was really just a moment in time which we celebrated <sighs> on. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Thank you for capturing that. <laughs> Thank you for capturing that. That lives in me. Nah, that's so beautiful. Two things within that. One, uh, I, what I loved so much from you at that time was how you effortlessly, seemingly effortlessly connected with the crowd and connected <laughs> with the in that uh, hall and how do you connect with people and what role does it play within a leader to be able to build those connections as they pursue their uh, purpose and then second to that within what you are also speaking to on that particular day is purpose Uh, how would you define purpose and what would you say to someone who's starting this journey of discovering purpose where do they start what do they need to think about how do they now begin to formulate a path towards living out their purpose their purpose um that that video that you took i still have the video you spoke about it reignites purpose with you every time i see it it just reignites because that was literally purpose that day lord have mercy you know 
the I'll actually see what I'll try to do for our podcast family if we can get it. I'll link it onto the episode notes so that they can just yes. get it. It's just a picture to be able to see. Literally, that was purpose edited. <laughs> a snippet. They need to see a snippet, huh? You know, um, to connect with people is a great thing. You meet people where they are. That's what I found out as a person who uh, leader. I want to go. Don't want to call myself a leader, but <laughs> as a leader, is you meet people where they are. Um, sometimes you know we it's this pedestal, right? A leader, Imela, and everybody's at the bottom looking up at them. Yeah. But what I've learned is leadership is you get off the Sliga stage, Kiga. And yeah. meet people where they are. And that's wow. how you connect to people. Because as much as you have the position and the, the accolades and the stuff, because you have that, right? Yeah. But if you just hold that up and you stay on this little place right here, a band are only looking up, but they're not connecting. Wow. Drop that down. Kumuli jazzy. You know what I mean? Wow. And and and, and that's, that's what we do is simply, right? But kumuli jazz and relax, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and meet people where they are. The reason is I I have come to a point where during my training, I'm going back. During my training, I was chosen, I was chosen to brief some generals and some very high up people in the army. During mm. my training, I was chosen to go and brief them about our training because I showed so much in them. So they're going to know you are going to go brief the generals. You will go in that room and you're going to brief them. I was able to speak to people. I was just beginning in the army. I was addressing people who have 20 plus years in the army, people who are wearing decorated people. Mina, I'm just, I saw myself as this little, you know what I mean? I saw myself as this little, little person who was just doing And I was told to go speak in front of them and deliver this presentation. I kid you not. I'm saying this because I have a, I want to prove it. I want to say a point. When I was done delivering, all Mm. of them were on their feet. Wow. I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 no. You people are, you know what I mean? You're way up high than I am. But what will happen with purpose, it will make room for you. Wow. Purpose will make room for you even when you feel like you don't belong in the place. Oh, you, you're the lesser of, right? Mm-hmm. You're the mm-hmm. lesser of, but because of purpose, mm-hmm. it will make room for you. Mm-hmm. But what we need to always remember is to go back and feed the people who are following us. We don't just feed them food. I go back to Joseph at the end of his, not the end, but when his brothers came and there was the family, you know, when, when everybody was starving and his brothers came, did he not feed his brothers? Wow. Did he not bring his father wow. and everybody into the palace? Hmm. So it doesn't, leadership, it doesn't, you must always connect to the people and meet them where they are. He could have mm. stayed up in the palace. He could have mm. stayed where mm. he was. He could have. Mm. I don't yes. owe you anything. Yes. I don't owe you anything. Yes. But he went and met people where they are, connected and fed them. So feeding them is what do they need from you at that point? Not everybody needs a hug at, at a point that they talk to you. Not anybody needs it to eat a uh, a few dollars or a few rands. Not anybody needs a ride, but find out what the people who are following you need and attend to their needs 
differently. And that's how you connect. Lotanda Mahag, if a person, you know how you, the love languages, right? A person who wants, who loves water, right? Like a person just loves water. Giving that yes. person coffee every day is not gonna work. <laughs> like every day, Udi, I'm stopping by and I'm giving you coffee. Yeah. Yes, thank you. But what if you bought that person water every day? Mm. Wouldn't that meet that person at a different point? So it's know the people who you are leading, know them personally, oh. and then attend to them and meet them at their need. And that's how that's how you connect with purpose and why it's what do you talk to yourself about Mount Geza? Mm. And it's so funny that we think about it. When nobody's yes. watching we are Geza, yes. you're, at your bare, you're at your barest form. What yes. do you talk to yourself about? Mm. That is the purpose. Wow. If you are at a point where you're at your, literally at your barest, naked wow. before God, even in a literal sense, the wow. things that you talk to yourself about that is purpose. I see you because you're not acting for anybody, right? You're not acting for anybody. You're not in front of a screen. You're not posting on Instagram. You're not posting on Facebook. But you are naked before yourself and God. And those things that you ponder when you are absolutely by yourself, that, that is your purpose. That is your purpose. So seek it. I say write it down. I, I always write things down. Write it down and make it plain. That's what the word of God says. You know, I was speaking to a group of college students and I said to them, write it down in one of your textbooks. Write down Mm. your vision. Write down Mm. your goals in in your Mm. textbook. And every time you open it, revisit those ideas. And you know what that will help you with? Anything that comes along your path Ask yourself, how does that help me get closer to these visions of goals? If it does not, it needs to move. Wow. So write down your goals and visions on a place where you can constantly look at them. Mm -hmm. And what you come across in life, Mm. you ask yourself, how is this helping groom and build me for these Mm -hmm. visions? If it doesn't, I see army. And that's how you'll stay focused on purpose and vision is if you evaluate everything and weigh it against the visions and the goals that God has given you and you'll stay on path. This is so brilliant, Nonto. Wow. I'm so thrilled you are (laughs) speaking. And I think what I love is so much your practical, even examples and being vulnerable and really giving us practical tools from where we are to begin to intentionally take steps within the direction of purpose this is really incredible as we bring in our plane for ending uh your your your, your parting thoughts maybe before your parting thoughts uh what is the one area that you've invested your time in uh that has given you a high return on the your, on your investment i think it's my marriage hmm. that is one thing that i didn't even think about you know why I invest in school so much. I invest in school so much. Mm. And I've not always been good at school, but I've just always been a great student. You know, I just, it, it, it's, it just comes naturally for me. Yeah. And talking to the married people out there as well, it is my marriage. Because once I realized 
that this is where I come home to. At the mm. end of wearing the uniform, kumula, at the end of standing before mm. people and talking, this is where I come home to. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that we'll be married for seven years, we wow. can literally stay in November, we can literally stand and say, oh my Lord, we have come a long way from where we were. <laughs> We have come a long way. It took sessions. It took things to understand. But I think that investment, knowing this is my right here is is where I come back to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is what made me realize what I need to invest in this. Because at the end of the day, this is what I come back to. And you know, the funny thing is, my husband thinks so highly of me. He always jokes about, I'll be the first gentleman. It's fine. I'm so, uh, I'll be the first gentleman. Or I can't wait till I resign and stay home and bake cookies with the kids. Because Obona, he propels me. He has no, no problem whatsoever because he sees it. And God, grew. And, and, and once I saw that he sees it, you know what I mean? He sees the light. He sees what God has placed in me. It is vital that I invest in this because mm. this is what I'll come home to at the end of the day. Mm. It's not easy. No, it's not. <laughs> but that has been a return to build a happy home because this is where I lay my head above That's everything it. else. This is so amazing. Wow. I'm so challenged and so Inspired. Um, and I know our podcast family is also cleaning so much from your wisdom. <laughs> and thank you so much. You, you're so wise. And I agree with your husband, uh, the first gentleman, because you are literally <laughs> happy <in> the left. <laughs> <laughs> and so proud of you uh, for all the strides that you continue to make, the sacrifices, and even lifting our flag as South Africa high in the States. And for all that you do <laughs> to represent the kingdom of God and to inspire change and purpose in the lives of so many people maybe uh, on a, just a quick fun round uh getting to america uh, there's a movie recently that came uh, out uh <laughs> america. <Coming> to america <laughs> that was me <laughs> uh, how 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 is it different from south africa i know now you're twanging you've got the language um, oh no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how is it different? What I'm going to ask you maybe three questions. One, what was the biggest plan that you made getting to uh, uh, America as a South African uh, that took you a while to be able to realize? <laughs> and, and second to that, uh, uh, things that are different. Yesterday you spoke about a Clementine, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, what's a Clementine? Inarchy. <laughs> 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 Some of those things that are different. Uh, in the States, uh, um, um, and how are you? Just, just a bit of a fun round and just a bit of an uncensored oh, uh, right. moment. <laughs> yeah, go for it. When I first arrived in America, when I first arrived and I came to my host family, my bags were in the boot. That's what we call it, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting in the car and we're getting out and I say to my host mom, could you please open the boot for me? Everybody was just like standing looking at me. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to get my bags. They're like, oh, you mean the trunk? <laughs> so literally, that was my first experience coming here is that I was thinking I was talking, but everybody was like, what are you talking about? America says things in a total, I, I had to change it because people kept on saying, ah, oh, what are you saying? Trash can, dustbin, um, basin, sink, bathroom sink. Basin is a bathroom sink. Um, 
But one funny story I'm going to tell you guys as in closing is I was taking care of my host kids and the Tootsie Roll is a piece of cake. I want Cadbury. But yeah. here is like a longer little toffee candy, right? It's called a Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Wow. So okay. I was getting my host kids ready to go for soccer. And I'm like, okay, eat your sandwiches. One of my host kids said, no, I had two Tootsie Rolls. As a South African, a Tootsie Roll is like, Uli something, Ipanyana, Ipai Roll, whatever. So I'm like, okay, you're good. You're good. Oh, yeah, you ate two Tootsie Rolls. Literally, this kid tells his mom, I'm hungry. Nato didn't give me any food to eat. I'm like, you said you had two Tootsie Rolls. My host mom went to go get Tootsie Rolls and she was like, this is what he had. This is a piece of candy that's like a toffee that's this big. So that was something that they always laugh me about, that you fed my son two Tootsie Rolls to go to soccer. And I thought it was some kind of roll or something, right? <laughs> but it was candy. It was pieces of candy. But I've adjusted and I'm better. And my husband understands me now. And of course, I have to use the American English to get my point across sometimes. 11 years later, you are doing so well in terms of adapting. And I love how you also strike the balance because when you're this side, you're just back and you're a classic girl and you're able to just go back to your roots. And it's so beautiful. <laughs> Amen. No, I, I love when I come home, it just re, rejuvenates my roots. So I yeah. like to soak it all in me, and all that, you know, and just to soak it back. Get off the weight that the God causes you to gain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat too many anymore. The army is going to say I'm fat. <laughs> oh man i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation that i had with you i know it's added so much great value to our podcast family and maybe any parting thoughts and shots from you before we uh land our podcast episode this beautiful day oh first of all follow this pastor pastor makakula is an amazing man of god so as you guys are listening his heart is pure and his heart is clean and ready to help and serve the people of God. That's one thing that I can attest to is that. And he has a perfect help meet. I'm speaking yeah. to all the other ladies who are out there. Her help meet is, his help meet is perfect and suitable for him. <laughs> she is perfect and suitable. Do you hear me? <laughs> Thank you. I just needed to put that out there that you understand that. <laughs> Chosen by God. Oh, in parting. Stay on purpose. Things happen. Life happens. Last year, we're in a pandemic in a time of great uncertainty, but I was able to complete my degree and even get the opportunity to sign up or start my process of registering for a PhD, even wow. in the pandemic. But what I'm trying to say is when things happen, it doesn't change the purpose of God for your life. That is one thing. So you don't stop. Pandemic happens. You can still do what you need to do within the space that you have. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that is my reminder to everyone. When life happens, it does not at all change the purpose of God upon your life. So don't wow. let circumstances change what God has placed in you.
stay on purpose stay on purpose podcast family thank you so much uh for joining us and being part of the episode thus far please do remember to download the episode notes which are a great tool for application we'll link them in the bio or you can just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com and they're a great tool i encourage you to listen to this with your team and the people that you are passionately pursuing purpose with and spread the word if you know someone who's struggling or who's living out their purpose i believe this episode is a great tool for them to be able just to ignite once again, reignite that fire of purpose. And to you, Mrs. Farrell, thank you so much for allowing us. I know now it's possibly midnight for you guys. Uh, yep, almost right. midnight. <laughs> <laughs> At this time of recording for us, it's like eight o'clock and we're starting a new day. And thank you so much. I can't wait to actually have another podcast episode because I'm sure you're definitely going to be a returning guest on our podcast where we do it in studio and in person and when the country allows you to travel and continue to do the great things you are doing. We're extremely proud of you, the lady you are, the mother you are, the wife you are, the soldier you are, and all the phenomenal phenomenal things that God is doing in your life. So thank you so much once again for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. May we all be empowered by you. You, Pastor <laughs> Makakuna. <laughs> thank you for thank this you platform. So We'll definitely link in uh, Nonto's uh, social media handles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so that you can connect with her and some of the things that she does. So thank you so much. Until we meet again, ensure that you are changing the world one individual at a time and you are intentionally taking your lead. Well... Thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.